Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for small business owners. MTFW is a production of Round Peg, where we deliver marketing strategy in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball and Allison Carter, and this week we're going to talk about branding. And we're going to talk about it really uh, from the perspective of some changes and learning that we've gone through here at Round Peg. Yeah, uh, it was time to take another look at our website, and so we have been going through that super fun process for about the last month now. And as we did that, we found that we were running into questions about how we wanted to portray the company on the web, and rather than making superficial decisions, we really got into some pretty in-depth conversations about our brand. You know, it's funny. I think that going into the redesign, I at least thought, you know, we just need to do this because we're a web design company. We need a little fresher look. But, you know, I think it's probably just going to be rearranging some stuff, putting a new theme up, and the rest of it will probably frolic right on its merry way. But that hasn't been the case at all. No, uh, really, we've, we've kind of stepped back and looked at all the core elements of the brand. Now, many of you that are familiar with Roundhead are thinking, are you going to change the blue and teal? No, we're going to be blue and teal forever. We painted the freaking house teal, so I think that we, well, the trim, so I think we're pretty locked in there. Yeah, we, we definitely are going to be blue and teal, but really, brand color is, is the most superficial um, element in branding. Branding at its core is really about what you want people to think about when they hear the name Round Peg or they see the name of your company. And really, over two years, we've experienced some pretty drastic internal changes in terms of staff, in terms of product offerings, in terms of how we approach problems. And so that all was not reflected to the greatest extent possible on our website. Now, I have to say, I loved our website when we launched it two years ago. It was clean and airy and very... Apple-y. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the time everyone was even more so throwing around the, just make it look like Apple. And, and we really did. But there are several things in play right now. The first is that um, there are some things that we're learning about how people want to interact with your brand and how they move through your website. So we're using some analytics there, and we'll certainly talk more about that. But also, the the branding conversations really got down to, as Jenna was trying to design graphics, and she was asking questions on, well, do you want this to be hard lines, or do you want it to be hand-sketched? And that's not a, a question you can answer lightly, because whatever design elements we put on this website, it's going to carry through everything that we do. Right. For us, it's very important to have a consistent, cohesive, all-over brand. And that incorporates not just the logo, not just the colors. It incorporates the way that we sound, the kinds of images that we share on social media. It incorporates how we do the flyers that we hand out at our seminars. Those will probably need to be updated at some point to be closer to that looks. They were modeled pretty closely after the website. So it's about all of that working together. And so at the core, that, that very simple question of Janice, do you want these to look like they were typed boxes or hand drawn, really got to the core of who we are fundamentally. Mm-hmm. 
we want to be known for our strategy. Mm -hmm. We want to be known for our custom strategy that's developed for each customer. The trademark of a meeting with me is there are chicken scratch notes that are handwritten with circles and lines that no human being can make any yeah, sense of. Yeah, we ain't putting those on the website. No, but that chicken scratching forms the foundation of the strategy that becomes more fleshed out and, and more specific. And so as Jenna was looking at graphics, my direction to her was go with the more hand-drawn feel. But even originally she came to us and kind of had a uh, kind of a flow chart sort of thing with very neat orderly boxes where one idea progressed from the other. And after talking about it, said, that just, you know, that looks like a lot of marketing companies. A lot of marketing companies work that way, but we're really more of a mind map. Circles radiating off the central point, but then branching off in different directions. A little less orderly, but still effective. And so even just the shape and the style of that reflected who we were. And it's fun because as I look at that graphic now, I think it looks like us. It, it has a round peg feel. You know, I think that the thing that branding does is it helps people understand on an intuitive level what it would be like if they worked with you. And for some people, they really like the very orderly boxes. They like A, B, C, D. They like the linear progression. And that's great. And there are lots of companies who can provide that. That kind of customer might not be an ideal fit for us. And so it's really helping them determine, is this the right marketing company for me? Because we aren't for everyone. Reason Trout, one of the uh, duos that I think is, is widely known for their first book on branding, they say that branding is, is what you do in the mind of your customer. Yeah. It's not really about the image you're portraying, but the position you're creating in their mind. And so that first piece, that strategy, that's kind of a, a more of, like you said, the mind map, kind of loose flowing, is very much our feel. The other thing that is, has become very important to us, and if you've been listening to the podcast <laughs> lately, you may have noticed that I'm still working on getting it to come out naturally. For two years, well, for more than that, for probably four years, our tagline was um, helping small businesses become big businesses. And we have made the transition and we are updating all of our content to be marketing strategy in plain English. And that was not a frivolous decision. No. Um, two years ago, we talked about it, and I fought very hard to stay with mm -hmm. the uh, small business to big business because I felt that was what we were about. Our market has transformed a little bit. We still work with small businesses, but not micro enterprises, and that tagline was positioning us mm -hmm. as a company serving micro enterprises. The thing that we are most known for now is the strategy piece. And so we felt like that made sense, but everybody talks about strategy. They do, but I really think that that, that shows you how you need to help business decisions should, throw, should show through in your branding. Not frivolously, you shouldn't be changing your tagline or your, or your image every week, 
But if you really made a strategic realignment in how you think about your business and how you approach your customer and who that target customer is, because there was a time when we did target micro enterprises, that's no longer the case. And so we needed that, in, we knew that that was the case, but our positioning in our clients' minds were still saying, small businesses, well, you know, I'm a $5 million company, you know, I, I, I don't need help with that. I just need someone to explain to me how all of these things work and how they can help me make money. Absolutely. And um, the, the piece that we came on, I think that has been a fun transition for us, and it's been a really interesting one for me, is this idea of marketing strategy in plain English. It's not talking about the buzzwords. It's really working hard to to simplify things down, not dumb it down, no. but but simplify it in a way that makes sense to someone who doesn't have an MBA in marketing and 30 years experience. Right, it's really just about, you know, if you want to talk in circles and make marketing sound fancy, you can throw out your ROI and you can synergize with people and you can really boost the analytics and make sure that everything is going back to the end of the day bottom line. You could really get into some really crappy, pointless, smart sounding words that are just sound and fury signifying nothing. And it confuses people, it puts them off, and it makes them think that they can't do it. And that's really what we wanted to avoid. And so as we've made the, the transition, I think the first transition was in our, well, and mostly in my writing style. Mm -hmm. And that had started even before you started doing a lot of our writing. Mm -hmm. When I go back and read the newsletters that I produced 10 years ago, oh my god, and, and of course there were some spelling errors, but even besides that, the whole tone had a very corporate authoritative feel. Well, your MBA was a little shinier back then, and uh, your, your corporate experience was a little more in the forefront. And so I began to make that shift, but as we worked together on the brand and really got our head around, this is who we are, and this is how we, we want to be perceived, we've worked really hard to make sure that all the words on the website, all the blog posts, have that common sense approach. And I think that that is something people completely overlook when they're talking about branding. They do think it's an entirely visual endeavor. What pictures are we going to put on the website? Are we going to do photography? Are we going to do hand-drawn? Are we going to, what's our logos going to look like? What are our colors? What are our accent colors? That's all great. That's all important. But how you sound and how you come across with the words that you use is just as important. I, for us, I, I, I don't want to diminish the visual, but especially on our old website, we had gone so minimalist mm -hmm. that the words mm -hmm. were really the key to creating a picture of who we were. Mm -hmm. And so now as we're kind of coming back and bringing more graphics in, one of the things that we struggled with as we were talking about graphics we are not a photography brand. Mm -mm. We, which kills me as a as a blossoming amateur photographer, <laughs> that 
that we aren't a photography brand. And what she means by that is we don't go for a lot of pictures uh, in our website, except for you know our team photos and that kind of thing. But you're not going to find stock photography on our homepage. You're not going to find a picture of the little white house where we work. You're not going to find a lot of that sort of stuff, but we still needed a way to make a visual impact. And so, um Illustrator and graphic files, you're going to probably see more of that. You'll see more of that coming through in our blog as we roll roll that out as well. But I think, you know, more than just talking kind of about our transition, I would encourage any business owner that's listening to this conversation to make a list of their brand assets. Logo, brochure, business card, Facebook, avatar, everything that they have in the marketplace and step back and ask themselves is this presenting me not just in the best possible way mm -hmm. but is this presenting our company in the way that we want to be known mm -hmm. um, I would show the material to some friends and family who aren't connected to your business. You may have to go a little further afield, maybe some in-laws, maybe some second cousins who don't know what you do. But ask people that aren't intimately involved what your brand represents to them. Ask them, what do you think it would be like if you worked with this company, if you walked into this store, if you bought this service? How would they treat you? What would that experience be like? Um, Maybe give them a list of adjectives and ask them to circle, you know, three that you think describe that brand. You might be really surprised at the results. We and and I'm glad you brought up that adjective exercise because that's actually something that we've done a couple of times yeah. on our branding. We didn't do it this time around um, because I think we we have a tighter handle on it. But we sat down and looked at a list of ten or fifteen words, and every team member picked three. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting that on some of them there was clear agreement, and on others there was some pretty vehement disagreement mm -hmm. as to what words really represented us. Mm -hmm. And if you, it, it's kind of coming full circle. You start with the words, you create pictures that represent those words. But then as you move to fleshing out your brand, you have to come back to the words. So for any small business out there, maybe every 18 months, every couple of years, take the time to look at all of your marketing, all of it. If you can do this more and more frequently, great. I actually wouldn't recommend doing it all that frequently. Your brand shouldn't be changing that frequently. And if you're having that drastic swings, within your company that you need to realign your branding every year, you probably have deeper issues that you need to be looking at. But every 18 months, every two years, go in, look at everything and say, is this still who we are? Are these the kinds of things are we want our customers to feel about us, that they do feel about us? And if not, how can we bring those two back into sync? And those shifts can be really small. Um, one of the things that we did this was when Kyle was designing for me. We actually tweaked the colors. Mm -hmm. The round peg blue and the round peg teal are not my original blue and teal. Mm -hmm. 
his feeling was the original colors were too cartoony. Mm -hmm. And so we tweaked them to the average person you don't notice it. I swear, sometimes when you, in our meetings when you guys are going through these fonts, I'm like, they all look exactly the freaking same. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So yeah, a lot of the changes are small, and yeah, we're more anal retentive about it because we're a marketing company. But I do think that there are those little things um, that you can look at. The other thing that I find a lot of times is that even if your overall branding hasn't changed, mm -hmm you end up with brand assets that are out of sync. Mm -hmm. Maybe you had a different graphic designer create one piece, or maybe you did a test or a trial and you had a brochure that looked a certain way, and suddenly you've got this one piece out there that doesn't fit. Rein it in, mm -hmm. bring it back into the fold, and be sure that everything you're putting together looks like you and feels like you. Well, we better get back to the web design process, shouldn't we? I think we should. So at this point, if you want to know more about branding, marketing, social media, and other topics for small business, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. And be sure to come back a few times over the next couple of months because you're going to see some new things coming in the near future. Absolutely. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.